Music Podcasts. Hello, welcome to Learn Kenyan Law with Wanjiko. I am your host, Wanjiko Mwangi, and of course, I am joined in with my co-host. By one and only weekly for we know. So welcome, welcome, welcome back, Maze. We are back. Uh, so how have you been? I have been well, no complaints. Things have happened this week, Maze. At least we are having a woman running as a deputy president, running yes. med to one... Yeah. That so, is really great and I'm also proud of that. Ah, yeah, and a lot of things have happened too. Sauti Sol Mazeri came out copyright na kila kitu. Yes, and we should yeah. definitely talk about copyright law on this podcast. So guys, continue listening to us. We'll definitely Maybe in the next you. episode. So, yeah. what are you talking about this this episode today? Yeah, so today we are basically still continuing with the topic of arrest because um as you remember, we we had an episode episode 1 we were talking about an episode of someone who was arrested. Yeah, we had an amazing guest over here, Mr. Lewis. So Kira Mungare, yes, so uh, he took us through his experience yeah. because typically the other episode we're talking about uh, experiences of the arrested in person. the hand of the police. Yeah. And today typically we'll be talking about the laws now. We're yeah. going deep into it. The laws and how exactly what are the laws about arrest, how does arrest happen? Yes. Typically. What do you have for us? Uh, so before further ado, we should actually start with the question of what is an arrest? Exactly. So yeah, because that uh, because when you come arrest, a lot of things come to our mind. Yeah. So basically, we we'll talk about what what make an arrest. Mm-hmm. So typically, what constitutes arrest in Kenya? Yes. And uh, in discussing that, we'll be using our argument using the Kenyan law. Yes, we'll definitely be using our constitution. Yeah. And we'll definitely also use the criminal procedure code of here in Kenya. Exactly. So according to you, Mr. Wycliffe, define for us what is an arrest. Okay, so from, from a legal perspective, mm-hmm. uh, what arrest means, I'll be based my argument using the Black Law Dictionary. Yes. You define an arrest to mean a lawful mechanism by which a person suspected of having committed an, a criminal offense may be apprehended restrained mm-hmm. and brought before a court or to be dealt with according to the law. So typically that's what it means under Black Sword Dictionary. But, but uh, to, make it, uh, to make it simpler to uh, our listeners is that uh, an arrest is therefore a restraint upon a personal liberty. Exactly. I typically. really agree. I really agree with that. And to even put it in more simple terms, basically an arrest is the action of seizing someone and taking them into custody. So when the police officer is taking you and taking you to the to another different place, which is a cell, that is what we mean when we're talking about arrest. Yeah. So typically that's what, uh, what, the, that's what the law says about arrest. Typically, I know... Most of our listeners, when you talk about arrest, they think about, you know... Yeah, being in handcuffs. <laughs> in handcuffs and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a super, super crazy thing when it comes to arrest, basically, here in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And uh, typically, so after defining, so that's what arrest is. And also, f- guided by the National Police Service Act, it defines mostly an arrest using... It's an apprehension of liberty. Yes. Exactly. Because your right of liberty is taken away. It's taken away. Yes. So typically, we'll be talking about uh, the laws which govern arrest. Yes. And the laws have, uh, you know, basically based on the constitution, as you have said. Yes. We'll Our be using criminal the procedure code, yes. Yeah, and a statute will be using criminal procedure. Yeah. The penal code. Yes. And the National Police Service Act. Yeah. So before we go, so can you tell us, maybe, can you tell our listeners, what are the type of arrests available in Kenya? Of course, you can be arrested, number one, by a police officer. That's number one, yeah. And they really have the right to do that, especially under Section 29 of our Criminal Procedure Code. It's telling us at what point can a police officer arrest you. Exactly. That is number one. Number two, of course, you can be arrested by a magistrate. Yeah. 
Yeah. So typically talking about arrested by magistrate, maybe for listeners, this mainly means a magistrate who is in court. So yeah. Is in court. So a magistrate who is in court can arrest a person. Mm-hmm. One, maybe when you conduct you know, an offense on on his presence. So th- typically this means a contempt of, of, of court. Yeah, contempt of court. There you carry yourself. So a magistrate may exactly may uh, may arrest you yeah. in, in in those areas so he has the power so which so where does the magistrate get this power from um our magistrate gets the power from our criminal procedure code again section 38 and section 39 is very clear about that exactly so basically if you walk in a courtroom and you commit an offense for example if you commit perjury yeah. let's say you're going to the court and you're lying about what you saw and uh, it's realized the magistrate has the court to arrest you maybe if you can read uh, to our listeners yeah. like uh, under section 38 of the cpc talks about when an offense is committed in presence of a magistrate within the local limit of his jurisdiction he may himself arrest or order any person to be arrested, the offender. So typically, Section 38 gives a magistrate jurisdiction to arrest a person who have committed an offense in his presence. Exactly. So typically, you can read for us what Section 39 talks about. So um, Section 39 basically deals with arrest by magistrate, and it's basically saying a magistrate may at any time arrest or direct the arrest in his presence within the local limits of his jurisdiction or any person for whose arrest he is competent at the time and in circumstances to issue a warrant. So basically under Section 39, we're saying a magistrate can also give an a warrant for your arrest. Yeah, because uh, basically when you talk about arrest, you know, we think about a police officer alone arresting you. Yeah. But uh, for enlightenment, you can also see that uh, a magistrate can, 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 can arrest you. Yes, And they sure. have the power, and as, as you, have talk, you have talked about, like yeah. 38 and 39. Yeah. So can you tell us other forms of uh, other type of arrest that can be, can you know, is available. Yeah, another person who can arrest you is a private citizen. Wow. Yeah, so Tell as a private so I can I can today you do something I can arrest you. Yeah, and you can take me to the police station, you can just go say I have done this and this. Yeah. You must be kidding me. You want to say I have that power to do an arrest? Oh my goodness. So, okay. Okay, typically to our viewers, so now this this get more intense. So, as we can as, as you can see, mm-hmm. uh, a police officer can arrest a magistrate can arrest. Now we have an arrest by a person, a private citizen. So, wow, that's interesting. Can you tell us more about that? Um, of course, um, citizens arrest under Section 34 of our Criminal Procedure Code is very clear. And a private person can also conduct a citizen arrest where either he or she arrests once who commit a, an offense. Either okay, can you pause there? So you want to say an offense happens mm-hmm. uh, back in the society. Yeah. And uh, we have a a person who have uh, committed an offense, so people can come f- and say, Niaje, we can take you to police station. Yes, they, uh, they should actually do that because most of the cases out here in society, you find that that's what has you stolen, mean. You are kidding me. Th- someone has stolen, and then we are just there to give that person mob justice and we want to kill that person. Actually, once you're engaged in mob justice and you are almost killing someone, that's a that crime is illegal. Itself, itself, yeah, yeah. That's a crime. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, as a yeah. citizen, if you see someone has stolen something, get that person and take them to the police station because wow. under Section 34 of our criminal procedure code, you have the right to arrest. Can you? Can you can you make me understand more? Because uh, typically, because someone may be listening and uh, they may be wondering, so how can that happen? A private So that means I, I have an, uh, that power to do an arrest. So, how do, can you tell us more about that? Um, for example, I'm going to give an example. 
For example, someone has um, dest- destroyed your property. Ama you, you find someone in the middle of doing something to your property. Wow. As a noble citizen, you can just get that person, take them to the police station. It is as easy as that. You do not have the right to kill that person. Once you wow. kill that person, wow. you've wow. done something wow. against the wow. law. So that the, is amazing. Yeah, hear. the best you can do is take them to a police station. Yeah, so typically for those who are joining us, so listening for the first time, is that uh, we're talking about uh, the legal perspective of arrest. So what are the law says about it? And... Uh, my colleague was talking about uh, a citizen can actually conduct an arrest. Wow, yes. that's interesting. So after talking about those three types, that are police, a magistrate, and a citizen can, can do an arrest. Yeah. So typically, let's talk about, uh, now let's go to the law itself. Yes. Law itself. Yeah. So typically, when it, so when, when it comes to the arrest, we'll be basing our argument using the criminal procedure code. Mm-hmm. Because this, you know, it really... This, you know, civil procedure court talks about uh, criminal procedure court. I mean, it talks about uh, the mechanism, and uh, an arrest itself is a mechanism. You know, from the time you're arrested, what happened, blah blah blah. So let us go to section twenty-one of the CPC. So typically, because really, this is really an important section when it comes to an arrest. So typically, I'll read it verbatim for you to listen to listen, and maybe we explain more about it. So section 21 talks about arrest generally. Yeah. So it says that in making an arrest a police officer or other person making shall actually touch or confine. Yes. Confine the person who's you know this this is a suspect. So typically it means a police officer can confine or touch you. But uh, typically that would happen in the ground. <laughs> because I'm really, really because what I see sometimes not even a touch. Yeah, actually, what we see sometimes is not a, ch- a touch. What it's it? really handling us in a very rough way. And you know, uh, you're reading section 21, and I'm really glad that you've brought this up because it's section 21, subsection one. It's saying as long as you're not um, refusing to be arrested, the police officer should not be manhandling you. It is clear that the the police officer um, should touch. Shall actually touch or confine. You know, I'm really laughing in reading that because, like, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see this because, in a their perspective, okay, it talks about confinement and attach. Yes. So, at what degree does it amount to attach and everything? At what degree does it amount to attach and, and, and confinement? So that's what the law talks about. So when you go to section section twenty one, subsection two, yeah, it says that if a person forcibly resists. The arrest, mm-hmm. the police officer may use necessary means to effect the arrest. Exactly. So this is where the police now, wow, so I know where they get their, their, power their powers from. That. However, it is very important for us to note that they should actually exercise subsection one before they come to subsection two. You know, like they should handle you with care. They should, they should not mishandle you, so to speak, as long as you're not refusing to be arrested. Like I'm trying to get this perspective here because when you're going to arrest, because one thing I must not... Uh, our police officers are really having a very hard work because there's a there's a there's a, there's a chance sometime like uh, when you leave your house yeah there's a chance of 90 percent you know you'll come back home safely yes but because uh i have people who have been in the service and they tell me because when they leave the house there's a 50 percent chance of them coming back mm-hmm. because you know because when you're going to arrest they won't come like say hey wanjiku i want to shika you because the way they do it in t- yeah. You know, when you yeah. come to Kenya, it's a typically different perspective because mm-hmm. let's say 
because someone is shooting on you. Yeah. Because one thing I know when you hear a police officer, <laughs> you know in Kenya, if you want to threaten someone, just say police officer. Yeah. And everything. So yeah. I think uh, that's why because what happened when a, you are shooting? You know, they want to come, hey, yeah, hey, they're shouting mwangi, at you. Ati, can you talk? Ta, 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 no. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, someone can resist an arrest. It happened because this, you know, someone takes your liberty. And, yes. and this happened. Yeah. So on a session 21, session 2, they talk about that a police can use a force. If, and this is the key word, if you're resisting arrest or if you want to escape. Then what amount resisting of arrest? Because I'm not agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. In terms of because if you're resisting to me, arrest, if I'm a police officer, I'm coming to arrest you. Yeah, I won't be coming the way the way you know in the Tanzanian way. Yeah, at Mwangi. Yeah, naomba wandamane na mimi paka police stationi. You know, you know, I'll come there. Hey, because I think uh, there's a element of force, yeah. an element of order and command. I, I think the crowd itself, the police, it represents command. Yeah, but okay, you you so you're kind of telling me that um some force should be used. Exactly. Me I'm of that name. I am not of that. For me I am personally taking the stand of You don't of, know Kenyans. No, for me I am personally taking the stand of if you want to arrest me, I mean we are educated. Kebaki ensured that we had free primary education. <laughs> so um the best you can do first is tell me Wanjiko, um you're under arrest for this and this offense. Oh. Then I shall go to the station and if I am resisting arrest or if you have told me that and now I want to escape then at that particular time, that's the time that now you can start using force. Because typically, I'm looking this from a point of a uh, perspective. Yeah. I'm coming to your support officer. Yeah. He can arrest you. Because no, I don't I want think you to beg me. I don't want you to beg me. I just because, want you to treat me with respect. Because, you know, I understand there's some perspective of, you know, for us who have gone to law school sometime, mm-hmm. we think, you know, you know, we think we know the law and everything. We yeah. know our right. But one thing you need to understand, that, you know, the there's some misconnection between police officers and the people who know the law. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And last episode, you talk about that. Yeah. So to me, I think uh, the use of force is applicable. It, it, because one thing, someone can some, someone can resist an arrest through their conduct, you know. They may not be telling you, don't touch me, but the way they correct themselves. Yeah. And you know, and one thing, the reason why in Kenya, when something happens, when you get a chance to escape, you know, you remember that incident of that Buddha Buddha guy? Yes. What happened in... Wangaremadai Road. Yes, yes. Unfortunately. It was found in Tanzania border. That was so almost unfortunate. Going. So there's no why they use force because one thing, Kenyans escape. Okay. Kenyans, you know, prison and I break. Believe, I believe that is why we are here with this podcast to tell you that when you're being arrested, you don't necessarily need to escape. You definitely have some rights as an arrested exactly, person. Exactly. And even if you're being arrested over something that you know deep down you've not done, do not run away. Exactly. Continue listening to us so that you can get more informed. And on the same breath, I'm going to say that when you're still reading section 21, yeah. subsection 3, it is clearly saying that nothing in this section shall justify the use of greater force than was responsible, that was reasonable in the particular circumstance in which it was employed or was necessary for the apprehension of the offender. So we are basically saying that subsection 3 is saying no police officer should use this specific section in justifying how, how? the excessive me. force. Yeah. Because um, if, if, if you look at our history here in Kenya, especially when you're dealing with police brutality, you find that um, a lot of police officers... And it's not good, by the way. Of course, it is definitely not good. And the first step of police brutality is using unnecessary force when they are arresting you. That's my question is, 
what constitutes that unnecessary force yeah that's that that can be because a very big debate ground, because one thing to me to me i'm saying from this perspective yeah. i may not agree with you but to me i'm saying this perspective mm-hmm. is that uh, every nature of arrest has its own you know its own what we call it drama yes. let's say you're going to arrest someone who has let's say an example when i was in Mil- when i was in not milimani i was in limuru law court doing my attachment mm-hmm. you know so this incident happened we went to you know this mm-hmm. incident happened and uh, this is a person who have committed a murder yes friends. yeah someone have killed his family his yeah. children and are going to arrest him mm-hmm. so will you because when you go there you, you know you, you, you must go with caution this is someone someone who has capable of killing his own wife and mm-hmm. going, to, going there to to arrest yes so there is that mechanism already in your mind you've already kept yeah let's say you're going to there's a shootout mm-hmm. police they are being called hey come and help over here yes so there's a way you go so to me i think uh, it depends in each circumstances because apart from us reading the law mm-hmm. we can interpret it because one thing the police you know in every situation you find yourself in arrest the police you know they also human mm-hmm. they also human they they find themselves is a bit different okay i really hear what you're saying and um, in short you're telling us it, it this depends on a case to case basis case to case basis because i'm telling you let i'm giving you a question you are a police officer yeah and i've been told there is someone x in kawangware who have committed murder mhm go and arrest how will you prepare yourself um of course i <laughs> I, I, i shall definitely go there it is a very um tricky I'm scenario armed, exactly. i shall definitely be armed of course i'm probably in my mind i'm going to deal with someone who's exactly. a murderer That's but my point is yeah you should treat that person with respect because according to the law you're innocent until proven otherwise i understand otherwise. there is no there so is, you should not treat is, me like i've already killed there is no harm in that i get it there is so no so respect <laughs> me don't use unnecessary force unless i'm trying to escape you're trying to run away from my question yes and to, to hear you know listeners you're here you know you'll give your comment in this i want to hear your perspective like you're going to arrest this person in kongware mm-hmm. this person who committed murder there's a shootout in the station hey go and arrest that person physically and mentally how will you prepare yourself that's the question i'm really asking you now okay let me answer this question because again i am a really big big believer on police and how they are they have been trained i'm exactly. sure they've had lessons on psychological how you treat your mind how you all that thing so i am not quite sure and that is the reason why i keep saying that we should definitely invite a police officer don't this avoid podcast. this question I'm, because i don't know how I'm i am going to answer you this to keep yourself in the <laughs> shoes that's what i'm telling you i will be armed number exactly. one number two, i shall not um detach myself from being humane meaning my first thing is that i'm going to treat you with respect but one thing you one thing you should not going to arrest this person who has been armed it is either your life or their life who tells who says they're armed if they're armed then we are going there yes. with full force there's there's a shootout there's this there's a no when you're if there's a shootout you've been told there's someone who have been mad if there's a shootout we shall use force exactly but if there's no shootout i'm go- i'm going to get that murderer at least now you are home i am going to now get that now you are home yeah. now you are home at <laughs> but least. all i'm saying is that let's treat our um, our citizens with respect when you are arresting them because section 21 is very clear we've talked yeah. about subsection 1 exactly. we've talked about subsection 2 and we've also talked about subsection 3 so i'm feeling like our next topic is definitely going to be asking ourselves um what happens when you're arrested without a warrant in which cases can a police wow. officer arrest you because that a thing have really bring a lot of issues now you know that when come to issue of uh, what do you call it when come to issues of 
of arrest without warrant. Yes. Because typically you can't talk about arrest without bringing the issue of section 29. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you okay, can't wait to listen to this. Yeah. Because section 29 will typically talk about uh, arrest by police officer without warrant. Yes. And uh, we'll go one by one because the section 2029 starts from A until uh, Yeah, it goes until all the K. way to K. Yes. So that means we need to go one by one because most of us have found ourselves in that scenario. Yes. Because Okay, typically someone may say, what does Session 229 talks about? Mm-hmm. It talks about a police officer may arrest you without a warrant mm-hmm. under the following circumstances. Yes, that is with the first circumstance. In exactly. which circumstance can a police officer so, arrest you? Then what is a... First, before going to that circumstance, I'll talk about what is arrest without a warrant so typically when you talk when you talk about uh, we talk about this nini arrest arrest without warrant because sometimes you need a warrant to arrest someone yeah we have such but scenario. typically most of us found ourselves being arrested without any warrant true because a police officer may be in duty you know typically their work is to preserve law and order in a, in a society yeah. and they really play a critical you know, a critical job in a yeah, society. Yeah. So typically when it comes to 29, you talk about a police officer may arrest you without a warrant. And uh, which scenario first? A, any person who he suspects upon reasonably ground of having committed a cognizable offense. Yeah. Exactly. So Explain exp- that. So, you know, I can be a police officer walking and I can, you know, an example give you. And I give you an example. I'm coming from this direction. A. I'm from that direction. A woman met a police officer. I was coming from this direction and someone wearing a t-shirt, which is red, attacked me. Yes. He was having dreads. Yeah. Then on his way, he finds you wearing a red t-shirt and dreads and maybe you look suspicious. Yeah. A police officer, from that reason, may arrest you yeah, so without a warrant. Basically, what you're saying is that if a police officer suspects you of anything, exactly, they have the right to arrest you exactly. without a warrant. Exactly. That is very clear. So typically, Section 229 talks about a police mentality. You know, you know that, you know, someone, someone told me they're trained to do this back in Kiganjo. You know, they can just see you. Kijana, Unagami gora, something uh, like body that. Body language. You know, body language, body to something language like that. sells you out. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a suspect, of course, you're going to fear when you see a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I really like the fact that you've brought that up to our attention because sometimes you're just, like, you hear people out here complaining. They're like, they arrested me for no reason. If they're suspecting you, that is reason enough exactly. for them to arrest you. Yeah. So the next kind of instance that a police officer can arrest you without a warrant is if any person who commits a breach of the peace in his presence. So basically, what do I mean with this? I mean that um, if you perform anything that is kind of disruptive and the police officer is seated right next to you, they can arrest you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So meaning if you're throwing stones at people and, and there's a police officer next to you, they have the right to arrest you. So, wow. Um, so, okay, my question will be like, uh, what amount to a breach of peace? Because uh, maybe, let's say, did you see this 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 meme of this guy who was walking in town and just shouting, wow! <laughs> you know, sometimes, I, you know, this guy, there's, there's a lot of stress walking, you know. I can be walking in town and I'm full of stress, you know. People are, people are, people are having mental issues over here. Yes. And I shout, wow! Hmm. Can that amount to a breach of peace? 
Um, it depends with how you do it. First of all, if you're, if you're in a forest alone and you're shouting, well, that is not breach of Mostly, when you're in a forest, that is a crime by itself. Why, what are you doing in the forest? <laughs> it's a park. <laughs> I have a right to just pay for the fee. <laughs> There's a river between a forest and a park. But I feel like this is too wide because a police officer can arrest you for anything and basically say you're disrupting Exactly. Police. But um, my, my thinking of this would be, for example, um, you're finding people, for example, if there's a game, maybe yeah. Gorma here versus um, AFC. And then you, you're there disrupting peace because um, the AFC have won. Now you want to go into that field and disrupt every. That is disrupting peace. Exactly. That in yeah. itself. Um, if you're putting other people in, in situations where they can almost. Yeah, lose their I remember rights. there was. You remember, you remember this activist who the day the finance bill was being read? Yeah. He went there and shouted. I, I, th- I think we, that person, yeah. Yeah, I love his courage. Yeah, at least that's an example of breach of peace someone yeah. can talk about. Yeah. Yes, typically breach of peace means, uh, yeah, another example that I can use of breach mm-hmm. of peace is, uh, which example? I think I'll, I'll come back to that when I'll remember. Yeah, no worries. But typically okay. breach of peace means a police officer can really, can really arrest you. Let's yeah. say you're there shouting. I remember, yeah, there was someone who was like, I remember in Ngara. Mm-hmm. You know, from nowhere, just started throwing stone. Anyhow, and he was arrested. Yeah, that is breach of peace. Breach of peace, exactly. So when you come to see now, C talks about any person who obstructs a police officer while in execution of his duty or who has escaped or attempt to escape from lawful custody. A police officer may arrest you. Exactly. You, you know, typically we have this aspect of brotherhood. You know, you can't take my you know exactly uh, another example is like uh, i've seen this thing was like there's a girl who was arrested yeah you know he was working with his boyfriend holding mm-hmm. hands yeah then a police officer came and uh come search maybe and found him with something yes then this dame was like you can't go with my boyfriend uh-huh. You know, after like some minutes, you know, a female police officer came and they were both te- taken. Yeah. So when you obstruct, you know, obstruction, obstruction of, of you know, when a police is carrying his, his duty, maybe he was, he's doing inspection, mm-hmm. he's doing a search of a warrant, or he's just doing his daily, daily, daily stuff. Yes. And you're obstructing from doing his stuff, maybe yeah. his duty. Mm-hmm. Then you're likely to be arrested. Yes, and I do agree with you. If you're, of course, um, the police officers um, are just clearly working so hard to ensure that there's Indeed, peace yeah. and there's justice. So if they are conducting their jobs and you're busy there making sure that they are not conducting, you're obstructing them, you definitely yeah. have to be arrested. Yeah. So the next scenario which you can be arrested is if any person in whose possession anything is found which may reasonably be suspected to be stolen property or who may reasonably be suspected of having committed an offense with reference to that thing. So basically, um, subsection D is very clear, and it's saying, if a police officer sees you and they suspect that you have something that is stolen, then you have to be arrested. And that is where sometimes when you're driving your car, and maybe you're carrying heavy machinery, for example, a new washing machine, a police officer can just ask, uh, ask you, uh, and where have you removed this washing machine? It looks so new. Um, where, is the, where is the receipt that you've bought it? And if you have no receipt, that police officer can actually tell you, you know what, trend and done. Because that police officer has the right to think that you've stolen it. Exactly. So typically this is another, another example I can give is, because nowadays we live in a society where people buy a lot of second-hand phones. phones. Uh, yeah. 
you know, sometimes a phone may be stolen somewhere else. Yes. Then someone sold it to you and maybe the police are tracking you. Yes. When you're found with it exactly. Or maybe there is a robbery which has happened. Yeah. And things have been, let's say, things have been stolen. And you, are, you remember that uh, the aspect when there is, uh, in, in South Africa. Yes. When there was chaos, you know, mm-hmm. between the blacks and blacks back yeah. there. And, uh, you know, there's a guy who was caught with a fridge yeah. <laughs> taking it to his home. That an example can amount. Yes, exactly. So because you have no proof to show that you bought indeed, that yeah. fridge. So typically, that's, you know, that's typically it is. So when you come to subsection E, yes. it talks about uh, any person who he suspects upon reasonable ground of being deserter from the armed forces. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the question. How do you know someone is a Jeshi? Mm-hmm. You know, someone can desert of our armed forces. Yeah. You know, you can sit here with Ketum say, Eh, umsal kwanga Jeshi kitambo, lakini ni kama ametoka. Na ametoka without following the right procedures. Exactly. Because of course, I know if you want to withdraw, there are some letters you should write. And then so by the time you're leaving, you're But how do you know someone is, a, um, someone is a deserted from the armed forces? Um, I think we, you, you know <laughs> your own. You can you just definitely sit your own. Well, well, na ka KDF, well, not KDF ya kukula, well, na ka. Mm-hmm. Na ka defense forces, yeah. Exactly. So typically, yeah, typically, you know, it is very hard to know someone who deserted armed forces. Mm-hmm. But uh, when someone, you know, you know, you know, sometimes the people desert armed forces. Yeah, without following the right procedure. Exactly. But the session talks about a police officer have the sufficient ground to maybe when someone is a deserted, you know, armed forces officer, they have that typical right to arrest that person. Mm-hmm. So the other way which you can be arrested, subsection F, any person whom he finds in a highway, yard, or other place during the night and whom he suspects upon reasonable grounds of having committed or being about to commit a felony. <coughs> now, yeah. Yeah, so I'm still reminding you that we're still talking about at, in which case can you be arrested by a police officer without a warrant. warrant. So if Section police, 29 of the criminal procedure code. Yes. If, if, if a police finds you along the highway or the yard and you're just staying there without even doing anything, and that police officer is suspecting that you're either there to commit to commit a felony. Hey, you know, you know, this Kenya is a party nation. Yes. That's there's always a lorry. Friday yeah, or yeah. Juanga, so Waiting for such people harvesting Friday ni harvesting yes because um you see most of the times unfortunately for people who drink they drink <laughs> they go and hang around somewhere and then sometimes they even steal from you you know maybe you're coming from work yeah, and but people have just drunk um just a little um alcohol but they want to pretend as if they they've really drunk a lot but typically that now goes like you know it's you know it's odd hours yes because i think this yeah in kenya shere shikipaka shere kama inaisha shere inaisha satatu inzisi shere then afaisha asubuhi huko so typically sometime you know when you're drunk you do things which are so impartial you know you find yourself in the highway sometime monzo yeah, I disagree with you. That one I'm disagreeing. For if you're real? going out to drink, go out and drink. I'm not saying people should not drink. Of course, exercise your freedom of whatever it is so that you're exercising. Drinking is but freedom. But what I am saying, hey, yeah, hey. I'm not saying that people should not drink. I'm just well, saying, la, la, if you're la, going la, to la. drink, mm. kindly arrange how you're getting home without <laughs> causing disturbance. I mean, we should behave in a civil way. Drink, hey. but be responsible at the same Do time. You know, those who drink doesn't have even have homes. <laughs> no, 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 no. They you know, do Jake, have there's, there's a typically of, you know, maybe, maybe you know, people from you, from Upper Karen, maybe 
you can say that <laughs> but this is from lower current you have a home you know from lower current this is from kibera we can say unalewa unalala hapo nje most of the time i typically that's that's typical what has happened yeah, unfortunately that is what happens however now that you're listening to this podcast that should not happen go drink your alcohol responsibly get an uber get home at least even if you're sleeping outside sleep outside your your door Yeah let's yeah. just say you've been unable to open your door so sleep there no one is going to arrest you but if you're sleeping on the highway That is also another option Our Kenya can't agree with that but typically yeah when you're found odd hours you know in the highways umelewa peke yako na kila kitu typically and the key word is if that police officer can just say i suspected this person is going to commit an offense that is enough for yeah. the police officer yeah. to arrest you unapata yeah unapata you know for those who went to universities back in the early 2000 mm-hmm. you know wale watu wa UN wana kulikuwa you know before sikuizi vitu zimechange unapata during those time you know police could find you yeah. at those odd hours mm-hmm. on the highway yes. where are you coming from yeah. sama i know we are sda they are coming from church and we have books you may be allowed but nowadays to wakiona do kamnyweso you know you know you know you must acknowledge that people drink a lot mostly young people so typically they found themselves in police custody yeah you, you know it's a friday early in the evening umepiga swag yako umeenda umelewa basi buyuko Yeah, and typically section 29 section f talks about that so when you come to g yeah. g is really now interesting mm-hmm. because everyone has gone through this typically me too inasema any person who he finds in the street or public place during the hours of darkness masaya hmm? usiku this is a very controversial hmm? one and whom he suspects upon reasonable grounds of being there of an illegal or disorderly purpose or who is unable to give a satisfactory reason a good reason why are you here you know sometimes it happens yeah umeamua tu you know you have a quarrel with your wife you know with your girlfriend i'm going out and you're just walking because you want peace of mind then boom kiara unaenda wapi exactly so typically a police of have an arrest and typically it happen nowadays mm-hmm. how can you say about that Um for me I feel like this is really controversial because some of us work during the night let uh, us fast usiku zako usiku zako you must have permit in you this media industry in this media industry <laughs> we are de- in this media industry we are definitely working out when we are you know kwa shift ya usiku boss uliingia shift sa let us say maybe uliingia shift sa 9 na unafaa kutoka sa 5 usiku yeah yeah but um the important thing to also note is that our police officers are human they are still part of us so exactly. if you're able to explain and say you know what i work for this and this company nilikuwa night shift here is even my work id then they cannot arrest you yeah. but if you're just um roaming out in the night and you know i i feel like this this specific law is um definitely coming from the the history of being a lot of robbery at night indeed so basically because people prefer stealing at night then why would you be outside without any legitimate indeed. reason so that's the reasoning behind and this that. remind me of that song you know do you do you love the rumba songs the nini <laughs> <laughs> 
kazi kwa mchana sasa mwafanya usiku you know this you no know, Nairobi things happen at mm-hmm. night na kila kitu so uh-huh. typically station g just give you you know give police officer that right you know yeah typically definitely. then when you come to h maybe you can take us through yes when you're coming to h it's it's clearly stipulating that any person whom he suspects upon reasonable ground yeah. of having beco- been concerned in an act committed at a place out of kenya which if committed in Kenya would have been punishable as an offense oh, and for which hmm? he is liable to be extradited under the extradition um, act mm-hmm. then the police officer has the right to arrest you sijelewa kitu kizungu mnipita shua so basically here mm-hmm. what we mean is for example you've committed an offense out of Kenya for example you went Ooh. to Tanzania you committed an offense and the same offense you committed wow. in Tanzania is still considered as an offense here in Kenya then so you definitely Yes, the police officer has the right to um to arrest you and if they already have some uh, some extradition agreement with whichever particular country that you committed that offense with you can even be extradited. And when a disciple on a mwatunaje you my guy amfika in in da so you can go in da and have some nini and big brought ujipate uko 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 kitengela asubuhi. Yeah. Wow, Utajipata wow, asubuhi wow, alafu wow, the next day utakuwa wow, umepelekwa wow, da. Wow, wow, for real. Yeah, so according to our law that's very clear. So just wow. be very careful even if you're going outside the country, See, don't just go there committing offenses that you clearly know that under our Kenyan law are an offense. At least East Africa uko safe kidogo, lakini usiende Dubai, watu wa Dubai, Ndumberi. Hai <laughs> Dubai unabaki. Mwanzo na Muslim sheria law. Hai utaitana. Utaitana. Hapa e, e, Tanzania unaweza rudi, lakini mm. Ndumberi. Hai tumekusahau. <laughs> Okay then when you come to I uh-huh. any person having in his possession without lawful excuse the burden of proving which excuse shall be on that person or any implement of housebreaking exactly so typically this manisha ime break you into mara into mara mbili uh-huh. issue na housebreaking yes na id uh-huh. kijana yuko api id yako hauna <laughs> id wewe tumekubeba exactly so inaangia kusu possession without lawful excuse mostly nangia kuhusu that perspective uh-huh. yeah, because sometimes yeah, it does not happen most of the time the first thing when police finds you kijana you have id yako you know that thing is really, really important because when you don't have an identification then who are you but you know personally i agree with you i hear what you're saying but i'm on the other side of the coin i don't like this habit of a police officer arresting me because i don't have my id id is really important the, but the reason the reason why the reason why i'm saying this is because sometimes of course you forget your id sometimes you change your bag and you forget your id where it is and um if we look in the history oh my, my, if, my. if if we sit down and ask ourselves where did the concept of id come from You're going to be very surprised. Oh my don't go there. That Kipande, it came no, at a Kipande very bad system. Place. It came from Kipande system and But, our uh, and our colonizers wanted us to wear things that were saying from where are we coming from oh, and someone nini, is nini, getting nini. emotional so over here. Nini. It's just simple. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not getting no, I'm not getting emotional. I'm I'm just trying to enlighten people that our ID, the fact that we are having an ID right now, it comes from a very dark place. But of course it is still it is still it is still serving <clears throat> a very good thing, but my point is I'm not saying let us not have ID. I am saying if I'm not having an ID, that should not be reason reason enough for you to arrest me unless you're suspecting me of just something. Just talk with your ID. Ai kijana, hapo jini. Yes, okay, the ID. Najua Atuapa kale rako sawa. Sisi watu walowa Karen, tembe na kibanda yako. Kibanda yako ni muhimu. Hai. Hai. 
You know those you know people suffer because of lack of ID. Uh, yeah. People suffer I'm telling you. Unfortunately, and that is what I don't like. I remember I was in Gikomba the other day and I was just, you know, I was you know you know sometimes it get messy. Yeah. Then I was I you know that that I was having dreads. Mm-hmm. But if I came from nowhere. Kijana, yeah. trust me kama si ID ningebebwa. Looking back I still come kwa pingu pingu. You know everyone you know most of gonna dread na kila kitu. I didn't really help me. So so you know because but let me now let me speak on that aspect as well. You see now even the way you're saying they basically asked for your ID because number one they saw dreadlocks. They didn't even suspect ah, you. Anything, you know that's us, But you know. really that myth of people having dreadlocks and being criminals should uh, should be that's eradicated. That's a topic of itself. I think that is need, a whole topic we need of an itself. Excellent in that. But but if if I just like make a comment, you know um for us our culture, our African culture, if we are to be honest, dreadlocks dreadlocks was how our hair was. We did not even blow dry it. Hey, yeah, yeah. Did we? We didn't blow dry yeah. our hair. Like dreadlocks was what was our aspect. In an African home, you want to say, hey, typically let us let us start from our African home. No, let us start when I'm saying our according to our culture. I mean like our culture 1960s. The people who are fighting for our freedom. They had they had dreadlocks. And, and you know, my I'm uncle I'm actually, I'm not, let me even talk about, about a very personal <laughs> perspective. And I remember my uncle used to have long dreadlocks. When wow. I was when I was being born, he was the uncle with dreadlocks all over. And it was long and you know those times they the even cool. they were even unkept. You know the way those dreadlocks were like Exactly. So that's what I mean when I say according to our culture but unfortunately the story is alishikwa alishikwa akapelekwa police station na hizo dreads zilikuwa zinangolewa na mkono. Today ukimwona hata hana hizo dreads. That person of course got some very weird trauma just because of having dreadlocks. So even when I'm saying that um the wow. myth the myth of dreadlocks should definitely change. It's coming from also a very personal perspective because ali lala ndani hiyo siku and zilikuwa zinangolewa you know like the hair was being pulled like this so that is painful. a lot of pain so painful yeah so and we really need we really need to accept our cultures if according to our culture dreadlock was a hairstyle please boss have you had a dreadlock before no i've not had dreadlock i think we just need a topic to discuss about that about dreadlock <laughs> agreed agreed let us move on exactly so i am going to be talking about subsection j any released convict committing a breach of any provision prescribed by section 344 of any rule made shall be arrested wow hasobani umekaka miti 5 years yes umeamua kutoka unaona nimekabila ile kitu sana unaona vitu zinapita mwanzo za hivi ni watu wanavaa Nairobi we Basically I feel like this, mm-hmm. hey hey we'll see the stuff we'll I feel like stuff. I feel like this section is clearly also talking about the fact that tunaweza kakuo umetoka hiyo committee 5 years but tena you're under probation for one exactly. year so if you do anything that breaches your probation and sometimes um the probation can be you should not be drinking alcohol you know probation can be don't go out of Nairobi don't go out of Nyeri exactly. don't go out of the country so if you breach any probatory orders then the police officer has the right to arrest yeah. you again yeah typically because from a, from, you know, from a point of understanding because you know you know you're out of prison yes. there is culture shock everything is happening mm-hmm. sometimes there is stigma the family sometimes they, they don't want you back anymore yeah so sometimes the easiest way for you to survive maybe the gangs stealing 
and um, exactly that's the reason I, why they go back sometimes that thing happens no, that I, thing I, happen. I, I really hear what you're saying but i feel like this is also a topic of its own because i'm um, here in kenya we've really failed in the aspect of having a system that can integrate the um, after the convicted prison. people to the society after they are re- they are getting released from freedom because the culture shock and and some, sometimes by the way it's really really amazing because not amazing sometimes yeah, it's confusing. that people really some people really just want to stay inside Yes, of After course. After even of being course. given the release order. Do you know why they want to stay inside? Why? You've been locked up for 18 years. And that is why I'm saying this is definitely a topic why of would you, Why would you want to go back? You are, you, are, you are locked down for 18 years. Or even let's say 30 years. Then you're coming out to a new world. You are locked I'm down like, in 1960. Just take me back. How are you going to survive <laughs> out here? And that is why I'm saying the Kenyan system has failed something most of our something prisoners. Change, yeah. yeah, something really needs to be done. There should be institutions that should be readily available for these prisoners, telling them, Indeed. okay, you're getting released today, but you're not going to but go home immediately. But you understand why you want to go back after that long? That's why I'm saying why? that here in Kenya, we yeah. failed in having um, a, a proper rehabilitation center in which a prisoner can be rehabilitated for a while. Yeah. You know, by this I mean, normally you should have an institution that says, okay, Mr. Mwangi, uh, I don't even want to use Mr. Mwangi, but of course I know there are a lot of Mr. Mwangis who have been locked up. Yeah. So, for example, Mr. Mwangi was locked, served there 30 years. The next place they should go is this institution that is either a government-related institution or an NGO that provides housing for them, that even gives them the necessary skills that they need to probably get a job in this life out here. And then such that by the time they're released to the society, they have enough skills. They're confident in themselves. They are, you know, if we have such rehabilitation techniques, then we will even reduce the number of people. Yeah, because because, uh, I'm understanding I've read like an article because... You come from a point of getting orders every day. Yeah. There's a way you do your stuff. You yes. know, there's, there is, there's that sequence. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, do this. By five, you're locked back to your cell. Mm. Then you come to this absolutely freedom. You know, things have changed typically. Let's say someone have said in for 15 years. Yeah. Exactly, 30 years, exactly. Yeah. Then coming out. They didn't even have internet when they were going in. Indeed. So there is culture shock. There is all this I think that's 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 that thing needs to change perspective. Yeah, but I'm but saying that's a topic on its own. Yeah, anyhow, like a police can arrest you, maybe because sometimes I was saying, you know, the the environment, mm-hmm. you know, environment that we have in in our Kenyan system, yeah, you know, make someone someone from you know someone who has uh, from committee or prison, yeah, to go back there. It's like that going back to a toxic ex. That is the thing. You that's, know, like going back to a toxic ex. Yeah, and it's very disturbing. You it's know, someone sad. is toxic, but let me just go to prison because it's I'm used to sad. that. It is very sad. In Indeed. fact, I hear there are some people who are now paying 60 Kenyan shillings per day mm. because that specific person, I don't know if you've heard the story. I haven't heard. Yeah, the, the prisoner, the, the time has really, the time of that prisoner being released has already arrived, but that person is like, no, I don't want to go out there. I am willing to pay 60 shillings a day to just stay in prison. And the guy is still in there. Wow. That tells you a lot. And I feel like we should definitely discuss this topic. Wow. Yeah. So finishing, we can say that uh, the, you know, any person who, for whom he has reasonably caused to believe a warrant of arrest has been issued. Mm-hmm. So, so, so sometime maybe this, you know, this, this, this this happened. So let me explain the concept of warrant of arrest. Mm-hmm. So mostly warrant of arrest are given by judicial officers, mostly yeah. the magistrate. Yes. And when they give this warrant of arrest, they give it to a jurisdiction specific. Let's yeah. say 
a magistrate have given unless you live in Rongai. Yeah. So that that warrant of arrest will be given to an OCS in Rongai. Yes. So an OCS in Rongai will be obligated to ensure that he or she brings you to the court within that time. Mm-hmm. So any police officer within that Rongai jurisdiction by the power of the OCS, he can arrest you. Yes. yes Let's yes. say, yeah, he's in his duty. That was like, ah, by the way, Mwang, you're supposed to, you know, there's, there's, an, uh, there's an warrant of, a, of arrest in your head. Here, yeah. You know, she can take you to the yeah. police station. Mm-hmm. So mostly they're given to specific jurisdiction. Yeah. Let's say, if, he's, if you're from Rongai, the OCS in Rongai will be given that. Sometimes it can be, let's say, in a region. Let's say, you know, there's been uh, there's been what you, could, you know there's been this gang in Nairobi. Yeah. So they can give an order of arrest through Nairobi region. So yes. any OCS Nairobi, Nairobi region can arrest you. Mm-hmm. So typically, that what it meant. Typically, when it come to laws relating to arrest. Yes. We talked about uh, section twenty one, twenty four, twenty nine. Yes, exactly. and 21 actu- 29 actually holds a lot of weight because you said if you don't have an ID, a police officer can arrest you. If you're suspected of anything, a police officer has the right to, as- to, to arrest you. If basically you're just roaming around Indeed. during the dark hours, Indeed. you can be arrested. If you're on the highway as well, during uh, weird times, you, you can, can be, be arrested. arrested. So most of the times you're arrested and you're thinking, oh my God, they should not ha- have arrested me. Yeah. Section 29 is very clear. So typically to close up this episode, you talk about, uh, we talked about uh, the laws that govern arrests. Typically we measure in the National Police Service, yes. the Penal Code and the Criminal Procedure Code. So in the next episode, we're talking about now what, has, what are your rights? Yes, as an because these are the laws. Person. Because we talked about uh, who can arrest you mm-hmm. and how the arrests happen. So we'll, we'll typically in the next episode we'll talk about the right of person who's arrested. Now I've been arrested you're in custody. What are your rights? So thank you for your listeners. That's been amazing, Maze. And uh, yeah, from your co-host weekly for win over here has been an amazing session in this podcast. What do you have to say, Mwangi? Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for listening to this end. And of course, um, I hope by now you understand at what situations can a police officer arrest you. And um, if you're also willing to listen to our previous episode where we discussed, we gave a case scenario. It's a very, very imagining. Yeah, it was a very good issue because we, because we talked about uh, experiences on the how in the hands of the police. Yes. So um, listen to that episode. You'll get to hear an experience with a police officer. If you're willing to also share your story with our Kenyan police, feel free to reach out to us. And as we've said, the next episode, we're basically talking about the rights of an arrested person here in Kenya. So see you in the next episode. Okay, bye. Music Podcasts, the home of podcasts in Kenya.